All right, everybody, welcome to the Eternal Leadership Podcast. John Ramstead here with my co-host, Sandra Crawford-Williamson. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. No, it might not be morning where you guys are listening, but hey, it's morning here, so what the heck. And today, we have Natalie Jones on. Natalie, welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Love to talk about eternal leadership. Yes. The real thing. Yeah, the real thing. And you know what? Uh, My good friend, Dale Young, introduced me. He said, you know what? There's somebody out there, you ha- John. You got to know. Uh, you got. Uh, you need to learn more about what she's doing and their mission. And uh, it was something called Parent Compass TV. And, and Sandra and I looked into it, and we talked to you, Natalie. Like, wow, this is, man, this is this is awesome. So, Nat- Natalie, you're, you're you're the founder and president, of Parent uh, Compass TV, uh, which has now been aired in a hundred countries. With over 300 million people watching some of your episode, um, it's been translated into other languages, Farsi, so people in Iran and Afghanistan um, can listen, uh, and also uh, Turkish. So, you know, this is not only going out to uh, hear you know, English speakers, but you're also reaching into another part of the world. You're currently translating into Spanish. Um, so just a little background, Parent Compass is the is the first series to to use actual Christian families to show, you know, what God is doing in like like real life, real, real world problems. Uh, in each episode, it, man, it's a true story told by, you know, real parents, real people, all kinds of different backgrounds uh, from race and income and, you know, just everything going on um, and, and, you know, uh, facing some, you know, some real struggles. And the compass uh, is Jesus Christ and his family coping, you know, with the stresses of just modern life through the grace that God gives us and that love. And and Natalie, you've been married 30 years to Neil, right? Yes. Uh, right? You got four sons and a daughter and you're kind of a, a crazy lady. You like to climb like volcanoes and parachute from airplanes and, and things like that. And you have your MBA from uh, Wharton. And yes. uh, you graduated, uh, you're a very smart cookie, but uh, I'd love to turn it over and, and just share a little bit, I think, about kind of your background, your testimony, and what led you through your your career or your journey in life to actually create ParentCompass.tv. Is, guys, that's the website, ParentCompass.tv. Yes. Well, I'm so excited to be here with you, knowing that your audience is called as God calls us to be leaders for eternity. A very important calling that Jesus said each one of us are to do. And that was part of my story as when I was growing up at two years old, my parents divorced. And I know that can mean a variety of things to a variety of people, but it it was very difficult and very painful for me. Every summer, I would live with my dad and and, and the other 10 months of the year with my mom. They both remarried other people when I was four, but I would cry myself to sleep in the summers at one. And for the other 10 months out of the year, there was so much yelling and screaming, even at my mom's where, you know, I loved my mom so much that it was, it was miserable, and I, I was unhappy. Uh, then, when I was 10 years old, I pulled my storybook Bible off the top of the shelf. I remember I had to re- reach really high. We didn't have television. And 
So I read a lot and I read all the way through it, understood that I was a sinner. I literally cried for an hour about that. Understood that Jesus was a savior and would come in. And I asked him into my heart and pictured him sweeping out the sins. And what happened then was absolutely overwhelming. I felt love, peace, and joy beyond all comprehension. I remember thinking, gosh, I didn't even know this existed. And from then on, you would think that my life was just rosy and perfect. But actually, my circumstances got worse. My mom uh, divorced a second time, and, and including, you know, not that I agree with this at all, but she she aborted her, her fifth child because she felt it was, you know, mi- she was miserable. And just to show how bad it was. But I was okay because I had Jesus Christ. I could pray to him. He guided me. I kept making right decision after right decision because of prayer and guidance. That's what propels me and guides me to do Parent Compass. Also, because it was impressed on me in prayer that he wanted a television show for parents that presents himself, that he is the answer and he has all the answers for parents, that we can call on him. He's right there for us at any time. And so that's, you know, the, the because in prayer, he told me that he wanted this show to show his love and truth to parents, to walk with them with all that they're dealing with. And because he impressed on my heart also that I'm an example of what he wants to do with other parents, bring that peace, love, and joy in the midst of trial and, and difficult circumstance, which eternal leaders are out there working toward all the time, you know, people well, in this audience listening. And I love, I, you know, your story is so unique. You know, a 10-year-old who who finds the Lord on her own through sheer determination. And I also can appreciate, you know, God used your very, very challenging, traumatic upbringing. He used that to bring you your purpose because uh, you you know what these families are going through and you have a real heart for sharing these sort of, they're almost like little mini 15-minute case studies and yes. uh, they're just fabulously done. So, you know, you, you then are, are an adult, you've been married 30 years and how do you, you know, you wake up one morning, you've got this prayer, God's sort of, you know, put this on your heart during prayer. And what was your first step? What did you do? Did you did you go do some research? I mean, because I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there also that are listening going, wow, this lady has a TV show that 300 million people have watched and, you know, all these countries. But what was your what was your first step? Oh, I love that question. And the Lord, when he impressed on my heart about the show, he said, it's going to be done by prayer. <laughs> so what do you think was the first step then, right? We started a prayer email and a prayer group that met once a month. And for two years, we prayed. And the Lord then divinely gave us a $150,000 challenge grant to start uh, season one. And that was matched then by, you know, generous you know, donors. The Lord gave us a producer who had 20 years in the industry. He loved the, the project. 
And he's also an ordained minister from 25 years ago. So where do you find that? <laughs> then the, the show wins two telly awards. Like, get out. <laughs> telly awards are the secular award judged by the industry so, as the finest in film and video. So that was crazy. Uh, and then we prayed. So we just continued to pray. And we prayed that God would write the episodes as he chiseled the Ten Commandments and inspired the Bible. So if I would have done it, like you say, maybe some research or whatever, <laughs> you know, if I would have done it, I probably would have done a teaching. It probably would have been pretty boring. But <laughs> I realized with, with the true stories, he has already written. He did write these episodes. This is the story of God walking with, with people like you and me. And how they overcome, he's right there with them. So even if it doesn't end up as you want it, he walks with you. He promises the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. He promises to walk with you. And and you learn that you can call out to him at any time. He's right there and he's three in one, right? Perfect father, ultimate counselor, and everlasting comforter. All there. But most of the time, I think we don't reach out to him. So he's wanting you know, people to know that. So we asked him to write the episodes and what he, like the, the chiseled 10 commandments and inspired the Bible. And that's what he did. We've got true stories of him walking with people, kind of like the stories of David and Moses, the good and the bad. And then we asked him if he would call since 12 is a minimum for a television series that he would call the 12 guest host parents like he called the 12 disciples. Crazy things started happening. One was so many people recommended this person and he, he you know, works as a security guard and doesn't really work during the summer and had surgery. So for four months, I couldn't get a hold of him. Then I, somebody recommended him again once school started and, and I, uh, I asked the receptionist, she gave me his cell number. I called and we talked for an hour. In the last minute, we realized he's not going to be able to do it and he's not the right one. But in the last minute, he goes, if you want to cover that. And what I, what I said to him, I said, what do you think about this statistic? Because he's African-American. Uh, three out of four babies are born out of wedlock in the African-American community right now um, for women under 30, which is in and he said, that's why our race is in shambles, is what he said. And he goes, if you want to cover that, do I have a family for you? You know, they have five kids under 12. They never kissed until they were engaged, you know, didn't have sex before they were married. And he's just raving about this family in this last 30 seconds or one minute. And they walk in front of his parked car in the Walmart parking lot. So he's leaping out and saying, oh, you've got to be on this television show I'm telling you about. So that's kind of some of the things God did. You know, being an engineer undergrad, I know statistics. Statistically, that was impossible. You've got distance. You've got time. You've got all the people on the planet. You know, for them to be right there at that exact moment, he was saying, God was saying, I'm in this. Continue to pray. That's great. That is a great story. And so, you know, all of us business owners out there that are listening The power of prayer in our business is something I think we can, you know, really learn from this story because we, you know, we pray about our kids being sick and we pray about our neighbor who has cancer and we pray about, um, you know, that we want our our 
uncle to come to the Lord. But so many times we think, well, gosh, should I really, you know, pray about business or pray about financial stuff? And so, I mean, this is a great example. I mean, you know, the Lord literally birthed your business, your story, yes. your, you, you know, Completely. all these episodes uh, by bringing those people. I mean, how crazy is that? He's talking about them and they walk in front of his car to Walmart parking lot. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And I love th- that story. And you think of the four months that I've been basically trying to get a hold of him. Uh, and there's and there's more. One was so many people recommended this and I dragged my feet because her daughter passed away. Their daughter passed away when she was six or seven. Everybody prayed for her. And then I finally did call. And the day I called was the exact seven year anniversary of when their daughter went to heaven to be with Jesus. And the mother immediately agreed. She had been knew that she had been looking for this day because she knew seven in the Bible means completion and perfection. And she felt she was hoping that they would have complete healing. Uh, And that episode, the producers liked it so much. It's extended uh, sweet episode and it's from grief to joy. And, and, you know, so we cover, you know, the realities we also have a, a, a miraculous healing of a baby, but we also have the the time where it where it, it you know a child dies. So covering that, walking walking with God. Another exciting thing about the the twelve disciples that God called is we asked this couple to be uh, an episode. They agreed, and a little while later, their daughter became the child star in the hit movie War Room by the Kendrick Brothers. They did Courageous and Fireproof. If people know that movie. It went number one in the box office over all the secular movies for two months. And uh, the, the daughter was the child star in that movie, their, their eldest daughter. And the parents are Dr. Tony Evans' niece and Dr. Tony Evans' direct, executive director. So that was kind of some of the things the Lord did. Yeah, and Natalie, you guys really address what, what, you know some things that are really challenging. I remember... Uh, when I was recovering from my accident and we had just been told by a neuropsychologist where my wife had, I don't remember this. Um, he said, you know, to set expectations, John will probably never have a job, you know, even as a greeter at Walmart, right? That I, I just wasn't going to be able to function. My wife was looking at being a, a lifelong caregiver. She'd been a stay-at-home mom for 15 years. And, and when, as a family, you're thrown into these situations, the death, one of my close friends, uh, his son died at four years old. And I, and I've seen, uh, I met him after all this happened, but just what they went through. Um, but there's so much, you know, uh, but I remember Dr. James Dobson uh, gave my wife a book. It's called When God Doesn't Make Sense, because a lot of times we're walking through this stuff and it's really fine to even uh, hard, even with our faith sometimes, to even find hope or make sense of things. Even though, you know, it says, you know, you can quote a Bible scripture, right? We're promised tribulation here. But when we're walking through the tribulation and it's real and it's personal, man, sometimes it's just raw. And I, um, what are, what I, you've covered just some amazing areas in, in the first season, just to give people kind of a feel for, for what's here at Compass T or Parent compass.tv what are you know death of a a young one uh you know raising uh you know a crowded house right that you mentioned with the first one what are some (laughs) of the other some of the other kind of topics that are that you have in here some of the other episodes well in the premiere episode 
what happens is the um, families, the spouses have come from really difficult circumstances in both of their uh, their personal families. So when they marry, uh, they don't know the Lord, but they're really concerned, you know, how are we going to raise this little girl? And what happens is they come to Christ and they follow, they decide to follow God. And the message from that episode is no matter what has happened in your past, it can start with you. You can make a decision to follow God and he will guide you and you can have the family that you that you want, uh, you know, that walks with the Lord. So that, you know, that's covered in, in, in one of the episodes. Like I said, we have, you know, a miraculous healing at, as well. We have forgiveness where, uh, you know, a family talks about anger and, you know, who doesn't get angry sometimes? Uh, that's covered. Um, you know, we have situations where, you know, from all different incomes, such as they literally had nine children and no food to eat. And they prayed and they got home and there was bags of groceries between the screen door and their door. And their kids were like, <laughs> they've said, you know, our kids have really seen God answer prayer. Uh, you know, so there's a variety of things. I believe that there's a message from God in each episode for for people. Uh, like we talked about earlier was the crowded house where these this young man, when he was 16, had his girlfriend was pregnant and his dad had been absentee. So he was looking out the window at the worst street in the city of Dallas that there was every sort of type of crime going on there. They were uh, selling drugs and stealing cars. And he was wondering what he was going to do now that he was going to be a father. Should he join the gang and sell drugs or should he steal cars? And he kind of, he calls it his prayer, but he asked, is there something else? And that week, a youth minister told him about Jesus Christ and changed his life. And they have a real tumultuous uh, goings on after that because it ends up he marries the girlfriend after they have, uh, you know, they have they end up with three kids. But then she has a fair, an affair for two years and he ends up going back to doing everything he thought he would never do. And, uh, you know, ends up having two additional children with a, another woman. And so it uh, really comes down to then he comes back to the Lord, committing his life to the Lord and following the Lord. And he, the Lord brings him and another woman together. They've been married uh, now, you know, 14 years, and they have the nine children between the two of them, uh, two of their own. And they are, you know, teaching those children about Jesus Christ. It's on how how to raise a blended family. The, the wife says, I didn't know how to be a stepmom. The only stories I heard were the evil stepmom. So 
they work together to raise a family in the Lord and have the, the kids talk about, you know, the joy and how they want to follow the Lord, too. So it's a success story in the end. So the exciting purpose of Parent Compass is for all of us as parents to be encouraged to walk with God. No matter what situation we're in, no matter what's happened in our past, God knows everything about us, everything about our children. He created them. He knows what the plans he has planned in advance for them and, and us to do. And he wants us to be able to do those. And the only thing keeping us from that is the distractions and the choices we make. And so he's there. We can ask for his help at any time. Well, that's absolutely right. It, you know, whether it's in business or in parenting or in marriage, um, he is the ultimate go-to guy. You know, anytime you're thinking about, okay, who can I talk to about this? Uh, I always try to start with the Lord and, and then it, he'll often direct me to the next person to talk to and the next person to talk to. But, you know, what I love about Parent Compass TV is it's, it's vulnerable, it's authentic, these are real people, this is not, you know, acting. And, you know, so they're literally like little 15-minute case studies. So it's not like a six-hour thing you have to go watch and try to take notes. They're just, it's really inspiring. And like you said, there's some, some great stories of people that did things beautifully. And then there's some really yucky stuff. Um, and you talk about how God transforms people and how God transforms relationships. I know in season two, you've got some really heavy stuff that's coming. And I know, you know, just putting a little plug out there, I know you're still fundraising for season two. So if anyone wants to get in on that action, now's a great time. And in season two, you're going to tackle some really tough topics like suicide uh, of a family member and a friend. And, and so, you know, if you had to leave us with one parting thought about season two, what would it be? Uh, season two, we are working to asking the Lord to prevent lifelong tragic choices mm. and to knock down the giants that hold a stranglehold on the family. And, of course, God gives us the ability to knock down strangleholds. That's biblical <laughs> through, through prayer. And that's, he's in the business of doing that. But like criticism, addictions, abuse, and and suicide being one of those that is is epidemic in today's society across all age groups. It's gone up by twenty four percent in the past uh, fifteen years, and for teens age eleven to fourteen, it's gone up by two hundred percent since two thousand. Wow. But that's a tough but, one. That's a yeah. tough one, isn't it, ladies? Yeah, that I mean it's an epidemic. In fact, there there are TV shows. There's a there's a, t, a Netflix TV show now. I don't want to even say the name of it because I don't want to give it any press. Yeah. But it it's all about um, you know, a high school child who has 
committed suicide. And the show is all around, um, you know, why. I have some parent friends who are actually watching it with their middle schoolers and high schoolers and using it as a teaching moment. Um, but suicide is, you know, when I was growing up, it was it was awful. Like you almost whispered the word, right? Dad committed suicide. But now, it, you know, kids are, are almost glamorizing it to some level. So, so thank you. Thank you for tackling these hard topics. Thank you for bringing people hope. Thank you for listening to the Lord and being faithful. I love that you prayed for two years before you even started the project. I mean, just your level of faithfulness is, is incredible. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Another thing that we'd you know, like to cover in season two that you mentioned earlier is prayer and business. And we have some potential episodes where the father or mother in business, uh, you know, they really become a Christian business because they put the Lord in their decision making and how that pans out. So that's another Another thing we'll be we'll be looking at besides the others that that I mentioned, and yes, anyone who wants to propel Jesus Christ to the world to parents, children, and families, it's uh, parentcompass.tv uh, under donate, and you can do what God says for all of us to do and and share His truth and love around the world. And so, Natalie, as, as we. Uh kind of wrap up here you know uh listening to all these amazing stories these people that god has god has brought into your life and and you've had them now you've filmed these episodes with them and you've been able to have uh some wonderful conversations you'll see also on parent compass with Graham lots and uh some others but just what are you know for those listening right you know people probably are right in the middle of the storm or maybe they're actually very close to somebody who's going through something that you've covered? What are just some final thoughts to to maybe leave with everybody? This is what was impressed in the from the word this week to me. And it's in Second Chronicles 10.5. And it says that, but as for you, and they're talking about people that are following the Lord, uh, King Asa specifically, be strong. Don't give up. Your work will be rewarded. So be strong. Don't give up. Your work will be rewarded. Continue to follow the Lord. And it will go well with you, is what the Bible says eight times. And Jesus even said, that's how we get joy. If we follow what the Word says, follow what the Bible says, Jesus said, I tell you these commands so my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. So keep on fighting the good fight for your business and your family for that eternal leadership. Yeah, thank you, Natalie. You know, you know that made me think of, too, when you were saying that, too, is um, it's about persevering. And, you know, for and I know Sandra and I have both been through some pretty significant you know, challenges and trials. Um, some we've shared on the podcast, some we haven't. Um, but knowing you're not alone, you know, watching an episode like what you have on Compass TV or Parent Compass, uh, you know, having other people around you, whether it's a pastor or a friend or 
building relationships, finding somebody that's part of a community. And, you know, I think also just raising awareness for issues like suicide and how do we, you know, how do we have conversations with our kids? How do we recognize uh, something when I teach leadership teams? We always spend time talking about suicide. Um, I had mm, one of my close, wow. one of my close coworkers. I was the last conversation that he had. He was stressed out. I missed all the flags. I didn't know much about suicide. I walk into work the next morning and I could tell something was wrong. And he had committed suicide that morning. Um, wow. It is something that's you know part of our. And he was a you know he was uh, a deacon at his church. He led his Bible study. Right. He was the last guy people thought would it, this would ever happen to. Um, but you know, and that's just, I mean, there's just so much that's happening in this world, but I think it really gets back to us developing healthy relationships, not with Jesus and bringing that, uh, that love, that joy, that confidence, that perseverance into our relationships. We also have in this world and man, when we feel like we're at our breaking point, knowing that not only God is there, but he's going to bring other people into our lives uh, to also, you know, uh, bridge that gap that we have right now. So thank you for what you're doing. I think it is just so important. And uh, we we appreciate that, you know, we could kind of help tell more people uh, about it and bring some awareness to it because it's just it's it's just very important. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. And along the lines of what you said, I feel really strongly that I want to say it's really important to not allow yourself to consider that option. And one of the verses is take all my thoughts and make them obedient to Christ. And we can refuse those thoughts and not accept them and ask Christ to come in. But it's also really important for anyone that might ever can consider suicide or others who to not encourage suicide to know call a safe source promise yourself make a contract with yourself if you're ever down don't consider this call a safe source whether that's a hotline or someone that you know that'll be safe there's a place to call and you will get through this don't uh, you know, there is joy in the morning, as the verse says, and there's more for you. And that's what happened to one of the episodes that we're hoping uh, to show in season two. He was a young man at 17 and was absolutely going to kill himself. And the Lord impressed on him the value that God has for him. He didn't do it. He's married now with three kids. And it's actually the producer of Parent Compass. Wow, that's awesome. If you don't mind, let me wrap with one story because, man, this really struck me since we're kind of on this topic is um, my kids go to a Christian high school and they brought in the woman who's the head of psychology for Colorado Christian University to come and talk about teen suicide specifically. And I'll mm -hmm. never forget this because she said she asked everybody in the audience, right? There's I don't know, a couple hundred people there. Who here has ever been hospitalized overnight? Well, about half the hands went up. She said, okay, great. Who here has ever broken a bone? About half the hands in the whole really? auditorium wow. went up. She <laughs> goes, how many people here have ever been diagnosed with a clinical mental illness? Three hands went up, me being one of them. 
right? Depression. Wow. Okay. And she said, here's the facts. About 45% of you have spent the night in a hospital. About 40% of you have broken a bone. And 40% of you have been diagnosed with a mental illness. And here's the biggest problem in the Christian community is we're afraid to talk about it because we think that if we prayed right or prayed better, right, God would mm-hmm. heal that depression, the whatever you know, whatever's going on in our life. And she said uh, her point was, listen, this is real. We have to get comfortable talking about it. We have to be able to reach out. We have to know where to go. And we can't make it not okay with other people saying, if you're struggling with this, it's because you're, you have sin or you're not praying right. Because that leads people to a darker and darker and darker place. So I just wanted to put that out there that if it's something you guys are listening and you're struggling with, you know what? Um, you know, go, go find a Christian counselor, a psychologist, a therapist, a friend, a parent. Uh, somebody you trust to share some of this going on, and it could be as simple as you know what you just you just need to go get some professional help, which I did, and completely got back on track. Um, so I I just wanted to put that out there because in the Christian community that the the secular community doesn't have a problem talking about this. The suicide rates are actually different, and which is disturbing. So, and also we actually have on every page of our website it's a blue circle that says chat and that will take you to need him global that we've partnered with and they're available at all times and they will have a conversation with you so if you you know you can call the suicide hotlines or you can get a christian counselor all those things are fabulous and i encourage them as well but if you if you, you need that chat somebody to chat with at this exact moment it's always available on parentcompass.tv. Just click that button. They are there to chat with you about Jesus and about anything that you're going through that you need help with. So, and Need Him Global covers lots and lots of ministries. Mm. They're a conversation line about Christ and problems. Yeah. So, uh, Natalie, thank you for the work you're doing. This is this has been uh, this has just been great, and um, and I just really hope that people out there really hear that you know what, uh, you know, as you, as you walk through stuff, you're not alone. God's there for you, and uh, just one word I want to give you is hope. Um, I know Sandra, you and I have both talked about this, right? As we've gone through some of the stuff, just having that little, sometimes flicker of hope that tomorrow is going to be a little bit better than today is what kept me moving forward. Right? Wow. That, that hope, right? Uh, Romans 8.28, when God said, all things work together for good, for those that love the Lord, for those that are called according to his purpose. I got to tell you, that is what I, that was my bedrock when I got better. Mm, that all this stuff that. I was going through actually had a purpose, even if in the moment I didn't understand it. I was angry. I was mad at God. I, I, did, I couldn't put the pieces together, but I chose to trust God, in that 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 everything maybe at some point I uh, wasn't sure was going to be made clear about how it all did work together. Now in hindsight, I can tell you that that is absolutely what happened. Um, but you know what? Sometimes you have to go through the the the, the storm. And in in a friend of mine said, uh, the, you know, the word uh, Timoni. Everybody needs a Timoni, but you can't have a Timoni unless you have a test. 
right? And that's how we have our own personal testimony and our own personal story about what God did in our life. So with that, thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Natalie. Um, and I really hope that that uh, this just, you know, one person out there listening, this is what they needed to hear. Yes, absolutely. And you can have testimony without a test. I love that. Mm-hmm. I've also heard you, you can make your mess into a message. God makes your mess into a message. (laughs) It's been my joy and pleasure to be here. And yes, I do hope that uh, Pope was given today so that people know that no matter what is going on, their God is big enough and he will bring them through. Tomorrow will be a bit better than today. There will be a light as they walk. (laughs) 